exact. Well, it uh, changes. The first one is pastiche. Uh, that one's the sixties one. The the fifties one is WandaVision. Yeah, and it's uh, I assume going to. Ch- I hope the um because the third one would in theory bring us into the seventies, right? And so I mm-hmm. hope we get a long ass <laughs> like um live action intro with like a that's what i i'm excited for them to hopefully at some point i don't know if they will but it would be a totally missed opportunity if they didn't do the the what we i mean i've seen a million and ten tropes of it now down to like too many too many cooks like of just like the the full house yellow typeface i guess that's zooming in freeze frame on a face about yeah but i know what you mean i i okay Here's money down. Uh-huh. Here's what I'm going to say. They're going to do a pastiche of the all in the family opening uh, credits uh, where it's uh, there. It's it's what the family guy opening credits are a parody of um, that. It's like they're sitting down at the piano and they're like, those were the days. And they're going to do like some version of that. That is what I will put my fucking bitcoins down on <laughs> you don't have bitcoin do you do you have no, bitcoin? You... <laughs> do I, have... I don't know what that is <laughs> i don't know how that works. on the computer but i don't know um i know that it just like lost a ton of like what little legitimacy it had uh by by essentially the problem that bitcoin um uh proprietors had always been uh afraid of is that no one would back up Bitcoin by getting it. So there's not enough people for it to be a sustainable, viable currency unto itself. Right. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, it's very silly. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, it, every idea like that is silly until it's the new big idea that, like, changes. Yeah. If everything Bitcoin was not it. It's but. Something up. I don't know. It's all it's all banana. Yeah. I don't know if you heard well, that story about that. Yeah, but WandaVision. Uh, so this, is, I'm not even going to edit these fucking WandaVision chats. Uh, this yeah, is just, no. I'm just going to drop the file in the in the podcast feed. It's a feed. little like, hey. There's a little like, like, hey, we're talking about this. You want to listen to it? You don't have to. But no, like, fuck off. Um, I, you, uh, I'm not going to edit it, nor am I committing to us doing this every single week. Um, I, don't oh. think, I don't think it's worth it for us doing it every single week. I think... Um, I mean, if it, it might come up in our chats naturally, but honestly, I think this was like a double release. This was a big deal. This was the this was the reintroduction of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into our lives again after a year hiatus. And now we're going to get new episodes of something for the rest of the year. Like it's essentially something like that, which is basically like bananas. Freaking nuts, dude. Like we're going to go fucking WandaVision open, right into like. Falcon Winter Soul, like it's gonna be every week we're gonna get something, and it's like, well, I'm probably like, not going to watch all of them, just like, but they are like thirty minutes. That is, okay. well, they're gonna get number longer. One, though, what I biggest heard. phrase number one, these are thirty minute episodes. <laughs> these are thirty minute contained episodes they don't drag they don't overstay their welcome they get in they do their thing and they get out i do believe i heard them say that uh only the first three episodes of wandavision are 30 minutes and the rest get longer 
Um, yeah, maybe I think, but I think, I think it's like, structural. I think they're using it as a structural device. The thing that's really exciting about this is how they're using uh, TV as a device, which is brilliant as it's their introduction into like canon, canon TV shows. We've had the Netflix shows, which are great. We've had Agents of Shield, which is fine, but this is like the Agent first Carter, time that they're Carter. Agent Carter. Agent Carter. That one's good. That one's good. I Thank apologize you. for missing Thank that one. Thank you. Um, but this is the first time where they were like, <laughs> where they're like, no, this is part of our expansion pack. Like you need these are d- definitively interconnected. Um, um, like I think it's really exciting. It makes sense to me that they would have in the first couple episodes. 30 minutes because that's just like classic TV slot is 30 minutes and they bake in a commercial, which is brilliant. Fantastic. And, I love and it. using that first commercial as in the first episode at about our like halfway point mm-hmm. as the first bridge that I noticed where it's like, ah, the veneer is, is kind of is being stripped away. Right. Like that is the pivot point where they're kind of where the tone shifts and it becomes sinister in a way mm-hmm. that it happens been previously um so like right off the bat uh he says five minutes in but right off the bat uh this show is just it's they're fucking underhanded pitching this show to kevin based audiences right they've like they've Mm. put the ball on the tee as far as appealing to kevin demographics is concerned uh (laughs) because you have like classic sitcom pastiche yes uh that they do a uh really good job replicating the style of and i'll talk about that more in depth later right uh you have uh peeling back the veneer of 20th century white america which i love you have suburban (laughs) horror which i love Uh, you have fucking uh the cast of my dreams you know you this is uh, um, fred melamed katherine hahn katherine hahn Catherine Hahn, all right, first of all, I mean, Honest Catherine Hahn is we're loved, but Catherine Hahn might, is is a national treasure, and I do not, like, she can do literally anything. I'm so excited about how her character is going to develop. I, I'm almost, like, it's Agnes, Agatha Harkness, like, there's no way she's not. We also know that Monica Rambeau is... Um, Tiona Paris. I wish we didn't know that. I wish that I didn't know that already because I would love to be surprised. You know, I would I would love of that who have been a turn. But I've been also like Tiona Paris. I've been waiting on Hollywood to fucking capitalize right, on you have... Paris since Chirac in 2014. Like I've been like about this. Yeah, I actually I actually don't mind so much that I know that that's Monica Rambeau because now I'm focusing on okay so Monica Rambeau must be an agent of sword right how is she in here it's maybe it's my whole thing is because going through the first few episodes I was like okay so is she trapped is she doing this herself is someone else doing this to her what's going on this is all very interesting I and it's it's really unclear and I'm excited to figure out it's starting to seem like like uh Something's I don't know. I I'm really excited to figure out. Okay, how did Monica Rambo get in there? Right. Yeah, I'm excited to figure out how they all got in there. I mean, my hope is that she is conjuring this. Uh, I'm sorry, she Wanda is is conjuring this herself. That right. she is not specifically trapped so, in someone else's idea. It's much right. more interesting to me if she does it herself. Like the Pixar model of. The hero mm-hmm. causes all the problems. Yeah. And then has to fix it. 
But I think my theory is this, though. I, I think it's pretty clear that Wanda is the one controlling this, especially once you get toward the end of episode two, where she, she blatantly like, says no, and she rewinds it. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess she can just do literally whatever she wants to with her powers, which is cool. Big which time is the way it should be. Big time yeah. House of M shit. Yeah, and so, like, I mean, also, like, there are re- references to House of M all throughout it. Like, the wine was called House of M, Me- something with an M, so it was House of M. Agnes? Like, I don't know. I don't know, Mep- Mephisto, I don't, something like that. Some people thought Mephisto? it also reminded them, of Mephisto. Some, it reminded them of Mephisto. It wasn't Mephisto. Um, here's my theory, right? And uh, spoilers, in case I'm right, I'm probably not. But here is my theory as to what's going on. Not technically a spoiler. You don't know anything. That's true. I know. <laughs> You're guessing. <laughs> if you don't want to hear my theory, then like. Sure, sure. Then why are you listening? Then why are you listening? <laughs> right. And this is, of course, this is, I can't say that this is, like, me derived entirely by myself watching it and finding every single Easter egg. Like, I've also been, like, you know, looking into, because there's so many little details that I was like, I want to see what other people are saying about it. And I've come to my own sort of conclusion that I think um, this is, this is, Wanda is controlling this, right? Mm-hmm. She has put herself into this realm she is blocking everything out. I don't know necessarily why she's doing it, but she's created this entire pocket reality type thing. Uh-huh. Um, I think she was coerced into it by Mephisto and mm. Agatha Harkness. Okay. And I, I don't actually know who Agatha Harkness is. She's uh, like a famous witch. She's like, she's kind of like a mentor like, figure for Wanda at some point, but she's also like confusing and like, she's kind of good, but also kind of evil. I, she's a fascinating character. I wish I knew more about her as well, but uh, she's definitely. reading that can be done if you, <laughs> if you search. It's there. There is content <laughs> to be consumed. But like, essentially my theory is, um, uh, she, uh, I genuinely think at some point she made a deal with the devil. She made a deal with Mephisto, right? Okay. Uh, through Agatha Harkness, who's another witch. Um, and in doing that, she's trying to protect herself. Uh, and she's created this pocket reality. Agatha Harkness is there as Agnes trying to help her keep a lid on this rapidly expanding pocket universe that she's deluding herself with subconsciously right because we 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 know in the comics she does stuff subconsciously all the time and then Mm -hmm. she comes into understanding what her powers truly can handle so i think she's being observed by agatha harkness keeping her in this pocket uh because she made a deal with mephisto and agents of sword are trying to figure out what's going on or save her or all this stuff and they're trying to barge their way into this reality and Mm -hmm. They don't they're trying to get in touch with her. And the little things that we're seeing is are people observing what's going on from the outside, trying to get in, and um people breaching the barrier and quickly mm-hmm. getting sucked into the reality or rejected from the reality by Wanda. So I don't know what the deal would have been that she made with Mephisto. I don't fully mm-hmm. understand that relationship, but I have a feeling that there's so- something to do with that. If it's not Mephisto, it's definitely Agatha Harkness. She made a deal with Agatha Harkness. At cool. some point, to like say, "Hey, I can get you this." Maybe it's the maybe it's the twins. Who knows what it is? Um, or there's some there's some sort of relationship with Agatha Harkness that turned into Wanda creating this herself. It's very clear that she's the one that made this, and then it's Sword agents trying to figure out trying to figure out saving. It. How do we yeah. stop this? It's affecting other things, etc., etc., etc. I don't know where it's going. I don't know anything about what's happening. I want to believe. That um, 
Wiccan and Speed are going to be introduced and then maintained so that we can have them for Young Avengers. Do I think we're actually going to get them for Young Avengers? Probably not. It's, I mean, okay. But if you're you're going to do Young Avengers, they're doing a Miss Marvel show that they're filming right now. Uh If this show kind of backdoor introduces Wiccan... Um, America Chavez is supposed to be coming in at some point. We've yeah, got America in Chavez. We've got um, and Kate Bishop, and I'm like, that's that's a Young Avengers. That's that, a Young Avengers. That's I mean, a Young Avengers. And if you want to do Iron Lad, then great. There you go, fully rounded. Here we go. You could do an Iron Lad, but the, because we know Kang is coming at some point, but it might be strange to kind of uh, we don't know. We uh, like Kang is coming in in, in um, Ant Man three, right? I think I don't. I, I don't keep track of the news because I like being surprised. But right. yes, it's it's in there. And it's Jonathan Majors, which is great. That rules. Fabulous. Um, fabulous. But yeah, I mean, and we're not going to get we're not going to get a Hulkling. It just it won't make sense for them to dive into like actually, we might. But like it would take a lot of pre-scroll. into it. You know, bring him in on that show. There's no need to like do a bunch of groundwork leading up to it. Just bring them in on the show. Like, it, whatever. They'll figure it out. It would, it would be a very large expansion that would come with him, so it would be interesting to see what they do to change his story. Um, I, I would be interested in seeing... Oh, man. What's his name? Oh, my Prodigy. gosh. For, no. Patriot. Patriot. Uh, it would be interesting to see what they do with the Patriot character. Maybe twist him oh. a bit. Um, I would hope that they would change it a little bit from what they do in the comics because there's, you know, a bit of an odd commentary on like, it's no longer 2004. Uh, right. So, uh, um, I'm just excited. I think that they've they've done really cool things. It's exciting to watch structurally what they're doing with the show. Like, it's, it's exciting and it's refreshing, enticing, like Pleasantville style mystery. Mm. Um, I I love that it's something that we haven't seen a hundred times, right? That this it's is something so that, like, new. It feels new it's thing. so wild. Like I, I'm looking like you watch a clip of WandaVision and you put it next to any Marvel movie and you're like, whoa, it's what is it? It's yeah, it's a different aspect ratio, it's a different camera quality, it's a different right. like I mean, even the, down to the special effects being representative of the time periods that they're taking place in. Exactly. Like, the commitment, especially in the first episode, to doing, like, bewitched level special, like, I dream of genie level special effects, right? Like, the sparkle effects when Vision transforms, the when she makes, like, rings appear on their hands, the, the way their hands kind of jolt, yeah, exactly, uh, like they would, in, like, that commitment to the form, and, and it being shot like the fucking Dick Van Dyke show, like, mm-hmm. just the fully, like, laid out way One like that you keep it in like an old sitcom and then at the it's 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 using fucking visual storytelling to tell your story that when they break that when fred melamed is choking it's potent like, because oh. this is the first time they're breaking from that specific way of shooting and right. editing and writing and performing like that is the big shift Right. Uh, My thing, I'm hoping that they do uh, with the commentary on this, right? Because the idea that I'm getting from it is Wanda clearly is trying to put themselves in a situation where it's like, we're just a normal, average family based big, on the TV shows denial. that I grew up watching. What? <laughs> I said big denial energy. Right, like, yes. 
Like, but I think the idea is like, you know, you go from like this 50s trope where it's like, all right, I'm off to work, honey. And it's like, what do you do for work? And it's like, ah, who cares? It's not relevant. There's no backstory. But these people have backstories. So they're being integrated more and more. And I think if you follow the history of TV, you know, that kind of everything's peachy keen, like everything's squeaky clean yeah. goes away because we're more and more comfortable talking about real things in TV. So I uh. think that that's. In a way, it represents, in my mind, in a meta sense of it, Wanda is flashing back to all this TV that she watched growing up, right? Mm-hmm. And in seeing, Eastern European reruns of, right. of American television shows, yeah. And basically being like, hey, like, you know, this is this is the ideal family. And then when she runs out of content to base her reality on from the 50s, she moves into uh-huh. the 60s, into the 70s, and eventually she's going to come up to these contemporary TV shows going to become a mockumentary. Yeah, no, it's cool. gonna... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wouldn't That's that be so... knocking futz? Um, like, if that was the... real, so they won't be able to escape from these issues because they're relevant to it. And it's very yeah. cool. Also, someone pointed out, um, forget who it was on YouTube. One of, one of them nerd channels, uh, which was really clever. They live in, in a town called Westview. Uh huh. And, they were like, I mean, they said it's pretty clearly a reference to how Wanda grew up, and that's how she viewed the West. And I was like, mm. okay. Oh, okay, interesting. I yeah, that's that's. I hope that there's no like moment where they're like, look, Westview, this is how you view. I hope that's just like a nice textural I, piece. I like, trust them not a little me. bit for the audience to add and infer right. and, and I group I trust up them to with. give us something to chew on. I don't think that they think we're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. You know, it's just really cool. This is the first time I've been, like, super, super excited about something that the MCU is putting out, uh, basically since Endgame, I guess, which wasn't that many products ago, but has been a little bit of, of time. Time. And it, it's it's just really interesting. And I am such a big fan of what they've done so far and where they're going and how much they're committing to this bit. That my greatest fear was that they would advertise it as, look at how like weird and interesting and horrific we're being. And then you would turn it on and it would just be regular Marvel. And their, their commitment to not doing that. Because they- I think it will reach that point, especially like maybe three quarters of the way through i think we're gonna hit episode six and we're gonna be in full-blown marvel marvel mode that might be true but at that point they will have like done the running to get up to whatever they're doing right i think also i believe i heard around episode four is when we're gonna start getting episodes that are like longer than 30 minutes so i think that's when we're gonna get um a bit more i think if they if they do it how i would want them to do it we're gonna keep this kind of pocket reality like meta reality uh-huh. type of thing and we're also going to get it spliced with what's happening on the outside that could be cool start that could be know, interesting so that we're back and forth like could you imagine switching aspect ratios on a on a regular basis in the middle of a tv show that would be what wild. is this the grand budapest hotel what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is this a breaking bad cold open what is this uh yeah so that's very that's very exciting if they start doing like better call Saul level fucking cinematography tricks on this show um <laughs> But anyway, we've seen the first couple episodes. Uh, the third episode comes out tomorrow as of the posting of this uh, file. Uh, and I'm I'm very excited. Uh, again, not committing to um, 
us doing this every single week, but who knows? Maybe we'll want to, you know, maybe it will just be so fucking tasty uh, that we'll want to do this anyway. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, but uh, anyway, this has been your fucking one division <laughs> catch up uh, for the first couple episodes. Buster. Um, now we're going to talk about The Witcher for an hour and a half. From Scarlet Let's Witch to White Witch. Er. Now.